This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. An update on a shooting death in Port Arthur. Sorry, we broke the story on social media Sunday morning. Police Chief Tim Duraso telling us his department will, hand, will over, hand over the case to the district attorney's office and let the DA decide if charges are warranted. Officers responded to the shooting just before 2 a.m. Sunday at a home in the 2800 block of 59th Street, right off of Jade Avenue in Port Acres. Now they found a man's body inside the home and the man who fired the shot remained on scene. Chief Durso says the two were acquaintances. LD Ray captured this video for us. Police in Orange releasing the name of a homicide victim. They're trying to find a gunman who shot and killed 28-year-old Chase James Miller. Investigator found Miller's body inside a pickup truck Sunday morning on the eastbound shoulder of I-10 near Highway 62. They're asking people who live in the area to check surveillance cameras for any footage from 2 to 3 a.m. Sunday that might help in the investigation. You can call Crime Stoppers at 833-TIPS. A man in Houston is in custody, accused of breaking into a center and holding two workers hostage. The officers responded to a call of a disturbance with a weapon Monday morning. A 911 caller reported hearing gunshots. Police found a man barricaded in the building holding hostages. He was armed with a screwdriver and behaving erratically. The suspect released a 91-year-old man who was injured in the hand and eventually surrendered. A second hostage, who is 65 years old, was not hurt. Witnesses say the man broke into the building after he arrived to talk to employees about their belief system, but they refused to let him in. Authorities describe the suspect at about 30 years old, who appears to be middle, of Middle Eastern descent. A mother being held as a hero credited with saving her sons and other classmates during the mass shooting in Uvalde last month. She says she tried to run into the building as soon as she heard kids screaming, but someone handcuffed her. Chelsea Torres reports the mom agreed to cooperate and then made a run for it. They take me off the cuff. I see his arm like just give me a little gateway because I'm a little so a little gateway where I could just run. Without a doubt in her mind, Angelina Gomez knew she would have to save her children herself. She jumped a fence, began banging on a nearby door where her oldest son's teacher saw her. Like, you already have a gateway out, so just might as well come out. Like, if I'm going to run out with him, y'all just come on, too. Gomez safely gets her oldest son and some of his classmates out, then goes back for her youngest son, running around the school, desperately searching for his classroom. At this moment, I'm jiggling the handle and I'm going pretty nuts, like trying to get the door open and it's not going to open. So I stand back and the cops are already on me and they're like, ma'am, calm down. Like she tells them to evacuate the school or she won't move. Immediately they start evacuating that classroom and my son runs out to me. He's like, mom, mom. I just remember when my son saw my other son, he hu one hugged the other one and said, I'm so glad you're okay. And the other one said, I was so worried that you weren't. So it was a big thing because in that moment, I was like, they're really happy to see each other. They got that they're each other, that they're alive. Since May 24th, Gomez claims she's been faced with scrutiny from law enforcement at her own home. The other night, we were exercising and we had a cop parked at the corner flickering us with his headlights. Due to incidents like this, Gomez said she is separated from her boys. Just so my sons don't feel like they have to watch cops passing by, stopping, parking. She has been protesting along with other community members in Uvalde Town Square asking for UCISD Police Chief Pete Arredondo to be fired. Her goal now is to file a lawsuit. The fact that he wasn't fired immediately based upon whatever it is, hours of video from testimony such as from Angeli is an indication that there is some sort of a, what, corruption? 
Well, museums for all, it's not just a catchphrase, but reality in Beaumont. The Beaumont Heritage Society says it's entering into a program beginning July 1st that allows visitors with EBT cards in Texas, those are Lone Star cards, to visit museums free of charge and receive up to four tickets. I think that this program couldn't have come at a better time. I think we're all experiencing the rising prices of gas, of food, and $20 for a family afford to visit our museum if they just wanted to visit one means a meal on the table. And uh, so we want to encourage everybody. We want to welcome everybody. We want everybody to feel included in our history. Now again, the Museums for All program begins July 1st. The goal is to be more open and accessible for everyone. 507, finally this morning, a double mystery on the moon. One, which country is responsible for that rocket that crashed into the moon? And two, why did it leave two craters? Hmm, NASA says astronomers noticed the rocket on a collision course with the moon last year. It crashed March 4th and left a double crater. At least 47 NASA rocket bodies have created spacecraft impacts on the moon, according to 2016 data from Arizona State University. Yeah, but this is the first time a rocket has caused two craters on the moon. NASA says two large masses on each end of the rocket may have caused the dents. So far, no nation taking responsibility for that rocket. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, everybody. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast. It is Tuesday, June the 28th, 2022. A few showers popped up late yesterday afternoon, maybe not quite as much as we thought. Temperatures also pushed back into the mid-90s, so again, pretty warm out there. What happened is the area of low pressure that we've been watching over South East Louisiana that we thought was going to move more to the west is actually pushed back to the southwest a little bit. Still out into the northwest Gulf of Mexico, but far enough away where it's going to keep our rain chances at bay, probably for at least one more, maybe two more days. Really kind of depends on how it plays out. But Tuesday, we're going to be looking for maybe only about a 10% coverage in the lakes. Afternoon high temperatures should push into the mid-90s there. Uh, Winds out of the northeast at 7 to 21 miles an hour. Could still see a few showers along the coast. We're going to go with about a 20% coverage today. Temperatures in Beaumont and the Triangle expected to top out at around 94 or 95 degrees. Just a touch better rain chance on Wednesday. Only going to go with about a 30% coverage of showers. Temperatures down just a couple degrees. The bulk of our rain chances will come as this area of low pressure starts to lift back north across the Texas coast and eventually into East Texas. That'll really increase our rain chances for Thursday and Friday. At this point, we're going to go with a 70% coverage of showers and storms for those days, and that should keep our temperatures generally into the upper 80s. Now, as we head towards the weekend, that low is going to be far enough to the north where we start to dry out and begin to be influenced once again by upper-level high pressure. That should start to slowly reduce our rain chances. 30% coverage of showers coming up for your Saturday, even less still for Sunday and your 4th of July coming up on Monday. As a result, those temperatures will push into the lower and middle 90s. Again, we're watching an area of low pressure in the Gulf. Hurricane Center gives it about a 20% chance to develop possibly at most to a tropical depression. At this point, I think it's going to stay just a little bit below that. And then we're also watching in the far eastern Caribbean, the western Atlantic, watching potential tropical depression number two. It is forecast to become perhaps a tropical storm later today. 
maybe a hurricane by Friday or Saturday. We'll watch that, but it is going to continue to move straight west and eventually into Central America, so bears no interest on us. And we've got another system that we're watching east of there at this point, no concern. So again, your forecast today calling for a 20% coverage of showers. Your high temperatures topping out into the mid-90s. Best chance of rain this week will come up on Thursday and Friday with a 70% coverage. Don't forget you can for- get your forecast online anytime at kfdm.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast. Yes.